Colts versus Bears preseason recap plus no Anthony Richardson today. Let's break it down. There's no better way to get better at football than playing football. So if you want to. Taylor's going to finish it. I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Ryan, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. He is Jamal Lawrence, and I am Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts cast. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, subscribe, and comment below if you are on YouTube, only if you are on YouTube. Um, look, we, we love to interact with all of you guys. The likes get us to other Colts fans and subscriptions, you know. It's, it's basically about ringing that bell so you know when any episode pops up exactly like that. Jamal, look, Chicago Bears, they battled the Indianapolis Colts tonight in week two of the preseason. You know, we're recording pretty late at night, guys, about 1130 Eastern time. The Colts beat the Bears 24 to 17. Game was pretty entertaining to watch, uh, but one big thing. <laughs> One big thing happened. The starters did not play at all, with the exception of players who are competing and may end up starting eventually. Uh, this means Anthony Richardson did not take a snap tonight. And Jamal, what? why is that? What happened? Because I, I got stuff to say about this, and I, I need to know what you what you think about this. Was it a great decision? You know, was it a bad decision? Let me know. Culture running game on all of us, man. Everybody, they everybody was too hype. First, first home. I mean, it's a preseason game, but call it what you want. First home appearance for Anthony Richardson. They even put him on the screen when before you know they ran out the tunnel. It was on the screen when they turned the lights off and all this stuff. Everybody's all hype. Runs out there, full pads on. Don't see the field. Sickening. They knew what they were doing, dog. They're running man. game. And I understand that they got <laughs> a bunch of reps during the joint practices. I understand that they probably got better reps than what they would have gotten out of the preseason game. However, for the fans' sake, let's see this man on the field, man. I think just like myself, everyone else who was out there today was probably a little bit upset. Um, you know, that we didn't get a chance to see him just because we're excited. You know, it's 13 games, guys. 13 games he's played. I know these practice reps count for something. But we saw the Buffalo game, and we were excited for that. So why not get a chance to see him go again for a third time against a defense he got to play back-to-back days? It would have been just a great time to see him get out there and develop a little bit. Um, so I, I was a little disappointed at that. Uh, of course, you know, there's a rhyme to the reason. I'm sure Shane Steichen has something up his sleeve where he just didn't even want to bother getting him out there. But it was very disappointing, uh, just like I said, because they teased us so much. We saw him during warmups. We saw him, you know, with, we saw him on the screen before they ran out the tunnel. And then he just jutted to the sideline and chilled over there the time time. No helmet. So, man. Yeah, I I was expecting him to play tonight. Like I I turned on my TV. I was like, where is Anthony Richardson? Like, I didn't even check social media, check updates, see who was started. I saw Gardner Minshew step on the field. I said, oh, boy. So I said, look, I guess Anthony Richardson isn't playing tonight. Now, I get he's the starter week one of the regular season, but like you said, Jamal, 13 college games, one preseason game, and one joint practice, and, and he's good to go. 
mm. no, I, I think he needs all the reps he can get. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of this decision made by Shane Steichen. Sure, the Bears aren't playing their starters either, but there are a lot of starters on the Indianapolis Colts that kind of need some reps. You know, mm-hmm. our offensive line was, was a little shaky last year, just a little bit. You know, bit. that's just what everybody talks about. Um, some presumed starters on defense definitely need some reps. You know, <laughs> Richardson needs reps. Gardner Minshew threw 15 passes back there with that backup offensive line. And I don't remember him getting touched. So either the Bears pass rush was ineffective or the backup offensive line did their job. Either way, like I, I, I get it. You know, the risk of injury is higher if he's out there in a week two preseason game. You know, it's a meaningless game, but it's so much more meaningful for Richardson to get out on the field and get those live reps, in my humble opinion. In our humble opinion, it sounds like, you know, it, it, it's funny because I, I was, you know, keeping track of these other preseason games that were going on. You know, CJ Stroud played an entire half against the Dolphins. Yes, the entire first half. CJ Stroud was out there taking reps. Bryce Young played two drives against the Giants. He's the presumed starter for not not even presumed official starter for the Carolina Panthers come week one. Did you know Patrick Mahomes was out there tonight? Mm. Out there playing the entire quarter like it was the regular season. What does Patrick Mahomes has to have to prove in the preseason? They just brought home a ring. Tua was fucking out there. <laughs> he was in the. He was in concussion protocol for half the season last year. And he was out there in preseason. So I I just am I making sense? It does does Anthony Richardson need these reps? Or was it a good idea to keep him on the side and maybe play him week three of the preseason against the Philadelphia Eagles? I don't know what's going on, but that that just feels like it just feels like the wrong move to me. Yeah. It it just really does. It's sure, like like anybody can get injured we've seen we we've already saw like what one or two Colts players go down with ACLs it can happen to anybody but you know Richardson again is like completely raw at the quarterback position I don't know Jamal talk talk to me about it whoa I mean, I, I literally probably couldn't say it any better than you than you just did, man. I mean, we talked about, like you said, Minshew with the second line out there. What I think he went 13 of 17 or 14 of 17. Correct me if I'm wrong. Point is, is he was out there balling and he he wasn't getting touched. So I would and I know I said last week they better not they better not let Richardson out there with the second group because after we, what we saw, I said it's gonna be trouble. But clearly, I mean, something was different today. He could have been out there just balling out for at least a drive or two. Right. Whether that be first group, second group, don't matter. I mean, even when Sam was out there for the, the entire second half, I mean, for what it was worth, he, he was all right. You know, so I, I do find it just very interesting. And especially when you mentioned all those other starters, especially Mahomes, like you said, zero to prove to anybody. Zilch, nothing to prove to anybody. Oh, they're balling out. Just because. We were prisoners of the moment. For that backup offensive line group, we saw what happened last week, and we were like, "Oh, <laughs> they need some work." <laughs> like, there is no way we should let Anthony Richardson out there under center. With and, and they proved to us, at least tonight, that you know it could have been just an off night. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here. We have a high risk, high reward prospect, and 
we do not even up the ante by five dollars by putting them out there in a week two preseason game. We only got See what one you did more. There. Five dollars, number five. Go ahead, keep going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm just, I'm a little confused because we only have one more week of preseason, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are the, who are the favorites to win the AFC South? Yeah, division rival. Yeah, I mean, and we have to play them at home. We have a lot of divisional games in the first five to six weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to talk about it anymore. I may look in in Steichen we trust, right? <laughs> That's what we like to say, dog. That's what we like to say. <laughs> oh man, look, this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Today we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bottle of joy. No, we're not talking about a baby. We're talking about your baby makers. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like your babies, your delicate little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's Platinum Package comes in from razors to shower care. This package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com and use the code ColtsGas for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. Inside the Platinum Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, got a Premium Deodorant, Crop Preserver, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner, Anti-Chafing Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag to hold your goods while traveling. That means Airbnbs will go much smoother for you guys, all essential items to your happiness. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ColtsCast at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped and use code ColtsCast. Use the platinum. I'm sorry. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. Yeah. Uh, enough about Anthony Richardson. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, yeah. Gardner Minshew, 13 of 15, had a very efficient night, I would say. Uh, 107 yards, uh, one touchdown, no interceptions. Um, I, I do know he almost did have an interception. Uh, it was dropped by the defender because I think it barely hit the turf. Uh, it was the right call, but just saying, it could have been an interception. What also could have been an interception was that touchdown he threw to Juwan Winfrey. It went right through the defender's hands. Um, <laughs> you know, Gardner Minshew, like I said, had an efficient night, but he also had a lucky night because he could have definitely, definitely been 0 for 2 tonight. Um, and he had a lot of time in the pocket too. It's not like he was hurried or pressured or anything. It was just, I want to say he had five seconds to throw that touchdown pass down there. Um, that That's nothing against Gardner issue. It, it was a mistake. It was in tight coverage. It went right through the defender's hands. I watched it. Um, it was a touchdown like hooray for us, but we need to know that nine times out of 10, that is going to be picked off by an NFL cornerback safety. It it doesn't matter who, but it's not going to go right through their hands. Nine out of 10 times. But that one out of 10, he got it through. But all in all, like, I'm not mad at Gardner Minshew. He had a pretty good night. Uh, Sam Ellinger. Uh, he, he, he played like Sam Ellinger. Uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being honest, Jamal. Um, you know. He 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 takes a lot of carries. Um, he led the team in rushing uh, with sixty yards. That carries for sixty yards. 
It's really good. It's really good. Uh, our running game was pretty bad today. Like no one averaged over about three and 3.6 yards to carry. You know, when your quarterback is averaging seven and a half yards to carry, it, it can be a good and a bad thing. Um, uh, he, he, he carried the ball eight times, you know, compared to throwing it 14 times. You know, like on a fourth and eight, I think we were just playing around trying to see what we can do. Uh, Sam Ellinger, he he threw a something down the sideline, uh, receiver running go route. I mean, completely off. I, I saw a lot of off passes. I saw a lot of good passes, but I saw a lot of off. <laughs> you know, Sam Ellinger is Sam Ellinger. That's, that's what I'll say. I mean, he's actually a pretty decent runner. Um, I do think he gets shaky in that pocket and will take off off his first read if it's not there a lot of times. Um, that's just how he operates. He's a nice dude, though, right? Yeah, he is a nice dude. He is a real nice dude. <laughs> but no, it, like you said, dog. In all seriousness, there there was a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things going on, especially when he was running the ball a lot. And I don't know at this point now whether it's Steichen, you know, whether he's just practicing some of these play actions and and RPOs and things like that to see how it'll play out with Richardson in the backfield. Because, I mean, I really felt like every time Sam had the ball, I mean, he would he would fake the, you know, the play action, and his next move was to start jetting. Like, he was just turning on the jets and trying to run. Um, and, and I mean, call it what you want. I think there were times where the play probably could have developed into something, but when he play action and rolled out of the pocket, all of a sudden the play is broken down now where we're trying to you either have to run or make an uncomfortable pass, which is like that go route you were talking about, which is why he couldn't get it downfield because, you know, he was just at a very awkward angle trying to get this ball downfield. So I don't know. Uh, I, I will agree. I do think it was very just a very Sam Ellinger night, you know, nothing special, uh, but definitely found interesting just on some of his some of his plays where he would just it looked like he wanted to commit to the to the run instead of trying to get a pass off. But then he wouldn't. He would slow up. And then he would try to make a decision. And I'm like, dude, just just run the ball while it's one on one. You know, you want to you want a corner or you want a safety or try to get that rock out of here. But I feel like there was a lot of hesitation. And I mean, it just could be his play. Um, But I mean, like you said, nothing spectacular from him over the night. But he definitely like eight, eight for 60. I think he was. So he definitely had some wheels on him. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see how this playbook can open up and expand with Richardson back there doing these style plays. Because when I think of that, I think it was a third down and three where Sam ran and got that first down and he he jumped. He ran out uh, out of bounds real quick on to the right hash. I just envision Richardson getting that. And in a one on one situation, I mean, he's definitely getting that three yards. And and honestly, if he doesn't want to go out of bounds, he can probably take a head up and and make a big, you know, 10, 15, 20 yard burst and potentially get downfield even further. So uh interesting to see Sam out there doing his thing, but you know, neither here nor there. Um, like you said, it's it, go ahead. it seems like cause Richardson only carried the ball twice last week. Mm -hmm. And you would think he's more of a runner than Sam Ellinger almost. Like he's gonna use his mobility more. And I felt like Anthony Richardson last week operated more as a pocket passer compared to Sam Ellinger, who was just, I mean, his legs was half the offense uh, for the drives he was in. Uh, and he got a touchdown off of it. You know, he he can run like I, I won't lie about that. But, you know, it is Sam Ellinger. We have to yeah. temper expectations yeah. <laughs> because I mean, he had a great preseason. I remember last year, like That's we preseason were season prints right there, boy. Yeah. Don't talk about him. 
Wow, it it was a really good preseason. You know, we had the Ellinger stands. They they <laughs> as soon as Matt Ryan fumbled the ball twice in one game, y'all was ready to bench him for you Sam. Damn Ellinger. right, <laughs> loving it. Um, but yeah, like I said, the rushing game was was pretty soft. Um, I'm not too concerned about it if Jonathan Taylor returns, but we. <laughs> We know how that's going. Uh, Josh Downs, I saw, was was packing it in. Um, you know, the first first quarter, I Josh Downs looks great. I yeah, no, no doubt. I, I think I'm a Josh Downs stand, but he looks really good. Like yeah, oh my god, he's so quick. Oh man, when he makes some in breaking run. Oh my goodness. Um, other than that, like you know, Jawan Winfrey was kind of. Was kind of turning up a little bit. Uh, Farrell Brown made a really good catch uh, in tight coverage. I do remember seeing that. Um, but you know, there, there was like <laughs> over 15 receivers with, with catches. <laughs> I felt like tonight. They, I mean, everybody was catching the yeah. ball. Uh, one thing I did notice, Jamal, and I think this is becoming a theme. The Colts have a lot of penalties. Mm-hmm. Over the past few games, I don't know exactly what we're at, but we had seven penalties tonight for 62 yards. I think That's one crazy. was actually declined, so I don't think it actually counts towards it. But I mean, what's going on? What? Why are we so penalized? I don't know, man. The whole and there were and there were a couple holds that were missed that they probably should have called too, um, mm. because there was one we were down in the red zone when Sam was in there and he just rolled around. I forgot who the lineman was. I think it was number 60. I mean, he was. He was locked and loaded on him. And I'm like, oh, the ref has to call it. He didn't call it at all. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what the deal is, man. We had a legal man downfield, you know, a bunch of holds. I think we had an offensive uh, pass interference, I believe it was. It's just a lot of random stuff going on, man. Yeah. We, I don't know why it's happening, but uh, the, especially with the O-line. I mean, it's, when we think about this Steichen offense where he, where every pass I've seen for, for majority of the game has been these quick dump-offs, quick dump-offs, we can't be holding – on a play that takes three and a half seconds to develop. I mean, that that's just not good. That means you are losing the battle from the Talk beginning. To. From the time the ball is snapped, you've already lost the battle <laughs> if you're holding on a three-second play. If this were a five-step drop back, seven-step drop back, you know, and we're going for a goes, then sure, I could understand a hold because, all right, now this play is just extended to seven seconds because we're trying to wait for everybody to get 15, 20 yards downfield. But when I'm hitting, when I'm hitting a Josh Downs across, you know, across – seven yards away from the ball and he's fast so he can get there quick i don't expect a hold from anybody on the offensive line (laughs) yet we were still getting this i don't know what the deal is dog yeah i i don't know either let's talk about our defense uh had a nick cross sighting yeah it's been a minute right (laughs) yeah kansas city last year but yeah uh yeah it's been a minute i think he's gonna get playing time this year yeah um I know he's he's also one of the preseason princes that that we seen like last year. You know, I was ready to buy his jersey. Like that man looked like <laughs> that man looked like Buddha Baker out there. But um, he he was making some plays tonight. Um, I, I I was really liking him, and I think you know with our safety safety depth, he's definitely going to have to get playing time. Um, so hoping for the second se- uh, second year player. Second year safety Maryland alumni to get some get some good playing time. That's what mm-hmm. I'm hoping for. Um Jalen Jones. Jalen Jones. He's starting to stand out 
out of this cornerback group. Like he may be that Rodney Thomas steal this of this mm. year's draft, like seventh round again. Like I said, and I'm going to say this every time we talk about the NFL draft, you can find good players in any round of the draft. Like <laughs> this is why when we always do these trade scenarios, they're like, ah, oh, third round pick. Oh man, I was, eh, just get a ham biscuit for that. Like, no, third round pick is good. <laughs> like, it, Basically, any pick's good because you get another chance to find a gym. And there are a lot of gyms. You, you think of all your favorite players and all the good players in the NFL. They didn't all go in the first round. Um, but that's neither here nor there. He was looking out. He he was looking like Richard Sherman out there in coverage. I mean, she's <laughs> that man was tight on everybody, making good tackles. Even if he look, even if he didn't get the pass deflection or or make the def, uh, receiver drop the ball. Like he was there to secure that tackle in the end. Jalen Jones have, has been kind of a standout in training camp too, but we're not talking about him because he's a seventh round pick. You know, I, I, he, he may, I, I think he makes it. I'm going to say it right now. Jalen Jones makes the 53 man roster because I ain't going to lie. Darius Rush. Boy, he got, he got welcome to the NFL today. Look, he got welcome. Look, I watched a lot of Carolina football, and there's a reason why Cam Smith was talked about way more than Darius Rush. Um, Darius Rush might have the the physicality, physical profile, but look, <laughs> I mean, we're starting to see where 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 his deficiencies are, and I mean, it'll get better. It'll get oh, yeah. better, but Darius Rush to me is starting to trend down. Timmy, Timmy. That's oh. fair, dog. That's fair. I mean, I I saw what happened. He got he got burned, and he and they got they got a touching off him for that. Pretty sure he got burned last game too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I don't want to speak out my neck, <laughs> but look, <laughs> I I don't know. Um, it's the, it's the second week of the preseason. Yeah. I'm not really gonna stress too hard about it, but it's time I, to bounce back. I don't, yeah, but I can't say right now. Darius Rush is trending in the right direction. Um, but what about, I, what about your boy Grant Stewart? How you feel about him today? Oh, he is he is everywhere. <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> hey, that he had a, a clean sack that would look real good, but I don't know if you saw that stiffy. I thought his neck got broken that stiff arm. <laughs> I can't. We can't not. We can't not admit. You can't talk about that. But he bounced back. He bounced back and, and made some other good plays. But. Boy, that's different. When I when they replayed, I was like, Jesus, dude. Hey, well, don't kill you, make you stronger. That's right. He's a dog. He's a dog. He is gonna be our ace in the hole. He's a special teams god. Looks like he might even oh man, he might be a he's gonna be a rotational piece for the linebacker group. Who knows? I mean, he it looks like he's everywhere, like he's channeling his inner Zaire Franklin. He is making tackles everywhere, and I love to see that. And I I, li- I like Grant Stewart. Yeah, I you do. see that hair coming, you know it's about to go down. It's flowing. Yeah. It's flowing. Channeling that uh, Troy Polamalu, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought the defense played pretty well, especially in the fourth quarter. You know, the last three Bears drives ended in no points. You know, we got the stops when we needed to, when it was in crunch time, when we had to make the plays, and, and we ended up winning by about a touchdown. So that defense did their job. I, I thought it was great. Of course, you know, none of the starters plays. This is kind of the, a fictitious game, but it, it it's still good to see that our backup 
our backup group can can beat another backup group. It's just that simple. Um, but yeah, uh, Matt Gay, he hit he hit a field goal. I'm, I'm happy to see that because maybe I was overreacting last week, but uh, I don't know. Twenty eight yarder is a twenty eight yarder, so and twenty plus million is twenty plus million. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. you better hit that. Yeah, he, he makes a lot of money. Eleventh, eleventh yeah. highest paid Colts player, and you guys weren't a little worried that he missed a twenty eight yarder in the preseason. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm walling. But <laughs> yeah, overall I was I was pretty disappointed we didn't get to see Anthony Richardson. Uh like I said, there were there were a lot of quarterbacks who played this week, a lot of starters. So not giving Richardson those reps, I felt like we were doing a disservice to him, mm-hmm. especially to the fans who who came out to to Indianapolis to watch that game. Yeah. I know it's preseason, but you know. I just feel like Richardson needs those live reps, but oh yeah, he definitely needs them. He definitely needs them. But you know what, man? Speaking of fans coming out, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw, but Jim Irsay was talking today. I guess pregame. I just saw a little bit on Twitter on my drive back on my drive home talking about JT and how uh, he's expecting. Uh, obviously, JT's back in the building. We don't know if he's going to be suited up or not. I don't think he's been cleared yet, so I doubt he'll be suited up. But neither here nor there, he's back in the building. But Ursay said he's kind of expecting, and don't quote me exactly on it, but he's expecting Ballard to kind of settle the waters. So that'll be interesting to see what Ballard will come in and do because, you know, historically, Ballard is very cheap. Ballard's very cheap. We saw the splurge move, of course, with Matt Gay, uh, a splurge move with Quentin Nelson, a splurge move with, with Shaq Leonard. Um, but it seems that Ursay was a little more tame today during that or with his comments. Uh seemed that he, you know, he has take a take a step back and he was saying how you know he loves JT and his family and XYZ. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, of course it could all just be fluff. It doesn't really mean anything, but I just found it interesting that um, you know, he's kind of saying that he wants Ballard at this point to step in and kind of Right the right the ship for for what it's worth. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's too late or what the case is, but yeah. I wonder where this just kind of like pops up from. Gonna fulfill that trade request. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. About the ship, JT. I, I don't know what's about to happen. I I just know like we haven't really got much news like we were getting back then with the agent mess and JT having this back injury. Like I said, I'm kind of a bystander in this. I. I'm just going to treat it as Jonathan Taylor's probably not going to be there come week one. I, I don't know. Like Josh Jacobs, I think, is still holding out. So, you know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just know they're going to have to change up a whole lot of highlight videos then because every highlight video they played tonight had JT plastered all over it. So the, the, the graphics department is going to be busy if they trade JT. I can tell you that much. I just want to let y'all know, Jonathan Taylor averages 5.1 yards per carry for talk the Indianapolis calls. Like that, that is no other running backs doing that right now for any, any running back rostered on the Colts. Um, much, you know, not not any running back is doing that in NFL for the team. And you can say, oh, he had a great offensive line to run behind. But I don't know. He was even doing it last year. I think he, mm-hmm. he averaged like four and a half. And that was mm-hmm. on a bad year on a bad ankle. There is a difference between running back talent when you talk about Jonathan Taylor or Deion Jackson or Evan Hole. But 
it, it all comes down to value and what Chris Ballard perceives that value as. And it sounds like Jamal with that quote from Jim Mersey, we are going to see what he's actually valued at. Yep. In the, yep, in yep, the, yep. Yep. In the next coming weeks, boy. I just yeah. think it's so crazy because I mean, like you said, that five, you know, or oh, above five averaging on on that twenty twenty one season. What behind Braden Smith? I think no, 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 like, no, 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 no. Career, career, career. Excuse me, career. Yeah. yeah. And then behind Braden Smith, averaging like over six, all running on the right side. I mean, come on. I mean, like I said, why would you not want a safety net like that in your back pocket? Of course, we could always go down. You this have to. Yes, 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 yes. That safety net. Uh -huh. If I was Richardson, like I sleep so much better at night knowing that. When I'm ready to hand the ball off, is going to JT versus Evan Hall. Nothing against Evan Hall or or Dion or anybody like that, but let's let's call a spade a spade here. I mean, if you if you pick in your fantasy squad and you can pick between <laughs> Dion Jackson or Jonathan Taylor and both are playing, who are you gonna pick? Who are you gonna pick? Like it's just, just just that simple. Not even that. Who are you gonna put in the backfield besides you? Like you were saying with Anthony Richardson, like that's yeah. that's a dynamic duo right there, and we could talk about it all day, guys. That's like we saw what Jonathan Taylor Taylor did in the 2021 season mm -hmm. when healthy mm -hmm. behind a good offensive line. Like he took over. Yes. We didn't make the playoffs because we had, you know, your boy, Jamal Carson Wentz right there. <laughs> my boy. I still sick to and my stomach when the breaking news popped up on my phone. But yeah. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank Wright back there. But yeah. That, that doesn't take away from the fact that man led the league in rushing with over 1,800 rushing yards with 18 rushing touchdowns. Like He's the heartbeat of this offense, and if he's not back there, it's just going to be harder for, mm -hmm. this, for this offense to operate. It won't be impossible, but it will be harder. Yeah, you, you can't reciprocate that Bills game. I mean, I know people love to bring up the past, talk about ex-Colts players and all this other stuff. Yo, I know we talk about Manning, we talk about Luck, we talk about Reggie, we talk about Harrison. Can we talk about five touchdowns against a Bills defense? Against the Bills, this dude put a five a five boy up himself with the help of nobody else. Nobody want to talk about that. Yeah, but but neither here nor there. I mean, how many rushing yards he had that game? Over two hundred. It was crazy. Did he really? I'm pretty sure he had over two hundred rushing yards that game. That that was that was a crazy game. Y'all gonna have the a viewers. Please comment below. I need to know. <laughs> I'm not going to search it up right now, but I need to know how many rushing yards he had that game. Um, All right. I'm sorry. 32 carries for 185 yards, five touchdowns. Sorry. I was 15 yards off. <laughs> don't, don't, don't chew me up. <laughs> Jeez. All right, viewers. You don't have to do anything. You can like the video if you've gotten this far, though. That's right. Hey, Jamal, anything else we need to talk about? I think that's all it, man. Until, until, until we see Richardson out there next week. If we see, Richard if we Denali. see, that's right. If we see, if. Let's see what the updates are for this week, man. I'm excited though. It's I'm great excited to be back out there. I'm always excited. Look, that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast today. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all take care. Have a good rest of your weekend. That's right. Enjoy the weekend.